Welcome, Path Folk, to the Find the Path Ventures actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Where the tides have turned! Woo! Maybe. I don't know how long we've been down here. He's running. That's all I know. He, yeah, it did, it did start with us surrounded last episode and end with him running away or, uh, uh, what, what is it? Strategically, strategically retreating. Yes. Yeah, strategic retreat. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so hopefully we're nearing the end. I'm going to throw that out there, and then there's going to be like three more fights after this. I was, I was oh going to say, God. you're going to say that, and then all of a sudden we just hear splashes as like scum it's drop like, in from the, uh, the hole we came in oh, from. No, commando, <laughs> man. Hopefully not. Here comes Minathaguru. Oh, no. Oh, God. Minathaguru. Not now. We're not that ready. would be a real bad time for this to roll into that encounter, because uh, I'm scared. Yeah, welcome back, everyone, to the continued exploits of our heroes, the Silver Ravens. When last we had left our rebels, the party had delved deep down beneath the streets of Cantargo, literally delving, uh, diving more accurately, diving deep into the uh, ruins, the smuggler's tunnels beneath the Lucky Bones, wherein they had managed to battle some scum, rescue some sea elves, battle some devils, and then battle some more scum. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of other, other encounters thrown in here and there, but those were more just flavor. <laughs> like a little sprinkling of I, I like that you call flavor the uh, the two crustacean thing or uh, what? shell golems shell shell, shell golem things yeah the shell sentinels that wrecked our face and then the oozes which are the polar yeah. opposite of a crustacean yeah the globsters had a terrible <laughs> the flavor the globsters <laughs> were the grossest thing down they here they tasted real bad yeah oh gosh you know and the devil cult mm. worshipping is pretty gross but not globster gross <laughs> Globster gross. <laughs> oh my god. It's a special level of gross. Yeah. It is a special level of gross I will now be using going forward. It's like deep fried blubber. Again, still amazed the Globster is a real right, thing. This has been fun. I'm, I can't. I got it. Bye. Everyone's in the bathroom. <laughs> but yeah, when we left off, our heroes had. Uh, that fought their way all the way to, well, basically back around. You've now explored pretty much this entire map. There's still a little bit left. A little piece of, of darkness we haven't uncovered yet. Yeah, there's still a little darkness room, there. Hello, darkness, my old friend. My old friend. That's where they keep the treasure. <laughs> God, I hope so. We can always use more treasure. But you eventually come across the leader of the scum down here, the Ulatkini, as he referred to them. Ugopla. The uh, <laughs> the champion, the servitor of uh, I will I will appreciate that the Discord did call out how how enjoyable they found that voice <laughs> that you do for him. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume you base it off of like the cats like hacking up something. Stop it! We make this so gross, and we were well past I, the globster I stuff. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> a vicious, a vicious battle had then ensued, uh, mostly involving Nicolo getting uh, dogpiled, basically, yeah, in the center again. of the map for a little while. <laughs> Once Seems again, showing, showing that uh, yeah. being the, what, what is your racket? It's the ruffian. Uh, the ruffian racket. Like, he's holding his own, like, fighter level <laughs> holding his own against, like, seven people getting on top of him. I think a lot of that can probably be attributed to his champion dedication, <laughs> giving him heavy armor. I mean, yeah, yeah, full plate. Plate. Little, little champion, little full yeah. plate, you know? Probably helped out Hopefully quite a bit there. he's swimming in, by the way. Yes. Yeah, because I don't think like that your shark. racket increases your hit die or anything like that. So I think uh, it just no. lets you sneak attack with non-agile weapons. It default gives me medium armor, too. But oh, yeah. Okay, nice. Champion archetype really helped. It's yeah. Underwater Marauder that's the hero. Also the that. Underwater yeah. Marauder is I'm also not yeah. taking a minus two penalty um, to my armor class right now. Mm -hmm. That's true. 
However, a, uh, a violent battle had then followed, wherein the party had been lightning bolted, had been confused, had, uh, had managed to, to rally after that confusion to really bring the hurt to uh, the scum, as well as a pair of uh, devil... I always want to say devil fish, but no. The pair of no, reef claws uh-huh. that were down yeah, here. The mm, the before, um, we don't want to fight Eventually, the, the party had been, mm-hmm. uh, been forced to pursue to chase after uh, as he had begun a... Uh, as we described it, a tactical redeployment. <laughs> Deeper he into the complex. He is a fine and honorable leader of a cult doing the usual thing of letting everybody sacrifice themselves while he scampers yeah, off. Yeah, like, to be yeah. fair, the rest of the cult dead. So. That's true. Well, actually, we don't know if they might have other people outside of well, this. Well, the ones but... that were here are dead. Although, at the moment, I think there's still technically two of them. Oh, right. Are there? Yeah. No, there shouldn't be. Yeah, I was like, uh, where? I thought Did we he pop had all his uh, images. Didn't he? Yeah, have I thought he saw a mirror image. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah, there are the yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were saying <laughs> that there are technically two. No, of just him them. specifically. No, two yeah. of him. <laughs> yes, yes, there are definitely are two correct. of him. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, you'd really confuse me because I thought you we were talking about the cult, and then you're like, "There's still two of them," is what I heard. Uh, I, I thought I, I said like, him, but it may have been. You them. said him because that's what I heard. Okay. Okay, I heard the other, and I was very confused. Yes, he still does have a mirror image. Ah, fair enough. But yeah, as we left off, again, all of you down here swimming beneath the, uh, not even necessarily the waves, considering this entire place is flooded, but swimming here in this uh, these flooded caverns. Uh, most of you still out, at the very least, uh, Cesare, Toria, and Lucia still out by the docks. Adria and Niccolo having managed to get back, basically inside of the storage room where you'd first dropped down when you'd gone down mm. the well from the upper level. Yeah. Ava and Aquellen and Menu um, up there fighting alongside of the front line. Where in the meantime, Sarcia had gone down from the first lightning bolt and yeah. has been unconscious and has this been entire down fight. Since. Yeah. Uh, and Velmain horribly mm-hmm. injured. Yeah, I think right now he's just keeping an eye on Sarcia yeah. just in Right case. now, sitting at one hit point yep. as he's uh, guarding Sarcia <laughs> way back in the back. And by guarding, mostly just making sure she doesn't like drift away in the current. Yeah. True. <laughs> that would be, oh no, where'd she go? <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, and Ungapla, again, this, uh, this towering scum. Uh, covered in these dark green scales across his back, these lighter, almost these uh, uh, yellowish scales across his chest and abdomen with this large, broad head of some sort of deep sea fish. Um, Again, it's that broad thing with too many teeth. My mind always goes to the angler fish, but with these two large frills off the side and this one frill that runs down the crown of his head all the way down his spine, down to his extraordinarily long, powerful tail. There have been blasting spells at you up until this point. Mm, I suppose we should just jump back into things, shall we? We've got an adventure to finish. (laughs) We've got murder to do. So let me queue up a little Sirenscape here. Sirenscape, round three. (laughs) Fight. Yep. (laughs) They won round one. We won round two. Now let's see how round three goes. Yep. Sudden death. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hopefully his death is sudden. All right. So that brings us to... uh, we're now in, uh, technically speaking, we're actually in round five. But uh, that brings <laughs> us to Ungla. Every time you say his name, I just want to make noises. I know. I have a feeling he's got some sort of weird spell he's going to throw to go pretty much all of us. It'd be cool if he didn't, though. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool if he didn't, yeah. It'd be, but, cool, if uh, didn't. <laughs> It'd be cool if he just, uh, you know, surrendered. Could you just not? No. Yeah, I feel something like tells me his little happen. description says fight to the end. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, apparently it said run the heck away. Well, no, that's reposition. a tactical retreat. Ah, ah, fair, fair. It's different, apparently. He has the speed advantage. Mm. So he's going to start out. Again, he can see a large number of you. Mm. 
He's going to start out by turning, extending out a hand as he calls upon the uh, the power of Guru. <sighs> as he gestures out, the, the cloudy water suddenly becomes even more cloudy as your light spells begin to reflect off of this swirling mass of uh, of glitter that it surrounds uh, all of you. Uh, 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 glitter dust. Oh, That's amazing. No. That's a war is just done with today. He's done. Oh my god, we're going to have glitter on us forever. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to get glitter out of this dungeon. <laughs> this is now the Vindelfec party guy. will be happy. Nicholas sitting there is oh. like, we moved into this hideout five years ago, and I'm still finding glitter. <laughs> it's in my horns. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're gonna have a quick little burst of glitter there. Uh, creatures in the inv- the area are uh, outlined by glittering dust. Each creature must attempt a reflex save if the creature has the invisibility negated. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna guess this isn't actually a damaging effect, which I mean, I think means my bulwark doesn't work for this. Uh, it's not technically a damaging effect, so I will wow. need a reflex save from Niklo, <laughs> Adria, Lucia, Aquellen, Menu, and Ava. Oh, am I out of it enough? Uh, yeah, Chesri and Vittoria are just out of range. Adria uh-huh. has three, so I'm going to hero point that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, there's a lot of failures on screen, and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jessica, mm. what did we get for uh, Adria and Aquellen? Well, Adria rolled a three, Hero pointed it and rolled a four for a 17. Oh, <laughs> dang. No. And uh, Aquellen? Aquellen got a 15 for a 24. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, well, Lucia, yeah, rolls a 13 for a 24. Uh, Mainu rolls a 10 for a 19. Hmm. Okay. Heather, what did we get for Ava? Ava rolled a three for a 12. Ooh. Three for a 12. Okay. Ross, what did we get for Nicolo? Uh, Nicolo rolled a seven for an 18. Oh, God. Okay. So, good news, bad news, good news. Good news, Lucia succeeds. Hey! Okay, that's bad news for everybody else. Bad news is, everyone else fails. Particularly bad news is, Ava critically fails. Oh, no. Yikes. Good news is, Jessica's re-roll brought her from a critical failure to just a failure. (laughs) So, your hero point wasn't wasted. That's still worth it, yeah. We'll take that. So, unfortunately, that means that uh, Ava is blinded Uh, and is also dazzled. She'll uh, be blinded for one round and then dazzled for 10 minutes. At least it's only one round. With Lucia's success, Lucia is uh, uh, unaffected other than the fact that you're covered in glitter, but she managed to close your eyes in time. Um, Interestingly enough, if you get a critical success, uh, you avoid even the glitter. So if you're invisible and get a critical success, you avoid... The dazzling All and the, the glitter and everything. Of glitter. Wow. You're wow. just like, nope. <laughs> you will the glitter away now. You've re- yeah, yeah. So your your invisibility <laughs> is negated for two rounds. Oh jeez. You're oh, not no. invisible anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh dang. <laughs> oh I no. I sparkle and shine like the star. I know I am. That's true. <laughs> Unfortunately, that means that uh, Nicolo, mm. Adria, Aquellen, and Menu um, are all dazzled. Uh, dazzled, mm-hmm. causing, um, if vision is your only precise sense, which I believe it is for all of you, yep. um, all objects or creatures are concealed from you, uh, right. meaning that it requires a flat five check for you to hit a target. Mm-hmm. Basically, right. Garrett grants everything 20% mischance. Yeah, which you hate sucks, to see it. but it's That unfortunately not also lasts bad. for one minute. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Rough. I feel like Glitter Dust got a soup up in second it edition. It really <laughs> did get a soup up. In yeah. some ways. Yeah. You're not blinded In some ways, the, blinded, the blinded isn't nearly as bad, so. Yeah. Although Dazzled became a much worse status effect in yeah, second Dazzled edition. Yeah, Dazzled a hundred times worse. Yeah. So following that. No targeting spells for me. He does still have one action left. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So swim away like a coward. Jazz hands. Jazz no. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> to go with his glitter, he does jazz hands. To go hands. with his glitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I actually am going to tactically reposition. Yep, I knew it. And not using sarcasm any longer. Um, he will instead move forward and oh. then dart to Nicolo's left, going Is down Jared? the hallway where only one person can approach him at a time. Ugh. As opposed to the large open room where he could be swarmed. That Dang it. actually makes a lot of sense. Taking us from Ungopla to Nicolo Aita. Get him. You're dazzled. I am dazzled, but uh, otherwise unfazed. So it's true. Let's go on ahead and I guess get him. Yeah. Technically, am I now in the section where it is effectively calm water? Yes. All right. So now I believe I can just use my assurance and get a critical success, which is nice. That is true. As I will swim after him uh, using one action to go 15 feet forward. Uh, around you dart the around the corner, seeing him in the uh, the darkness ahead. Even though my eyes are still kind of blurry from uh, from that razzle dazzle. <laughs> um, <laughs> Give him the old razzle dazzle. I will keep swimming after him. I have to use two actions really to catch up with him. All right, Nicholas swims forward, darts into the uh, the hallway. Basically, darts past the secret passage that uh, you'd found that led you into the. Uh, the chamber that basically contained that pump that you'd found, the mm-hmm. magical pump. Uh, unbeknownst to you, Uncle Paul looks over like, huh, there's a door there. <laughs> he looks in and goes, there's not an exit from there. Bad place to be. Let's go. I've been living I... here for five months. I've never seen a door. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go in and try to strike him. Let's see how this works. Uh, All right. You dart forward. You bring up your morning star and lash out at the scum. All right, well, let me uh, roll through this mischance real quick. All right, DC 5 flat check. So I get an 11 on the flat check, which I believe so pass the flat check. And then I roll a 15 for a 30 to strike Ungolpa. A 30 will potentially strike your foe. Um, he uh, is yes. still under the effects of a mirror image. That is correct. Meaning that uh, the only one image remaining, let me go ahead and bounce for that real quick. Um, you lash forward, finding the uh, the true one of the two images that you see ahead of you, like uh, right or left, coin toss, and swing at the <laughs> one on the right before striking him in the side painfully. All right. Slamming in for 12 points of damage. Jeez. Gracious. Get him. Cracking into your foe as you uh, slam uh, blood splatters. He hisses and growls at you. <sighs> Uh, still coming for you. I'll feast on your bones. <laughs> Taking us from Nicolo to Equalin. All right. Um, well, this is unpleasant. He says, yeah. wiping glitter <laughs> off of his face. Yeah. I guess he's going to swim forward some. May I offer a suggestion? Sure. On account of... Uh, Equalin <laughs> <laughs> did see that he went down the left passage. Um, McQuillan does know that there is that well that leads up into that passage. And unlike uh, the rest of you surface uh, dwellers, he has a 30-foot swim speed. Yeah, that is um, true. It will true. take him some time to circle around to that other passage, but he can actually do so, unlike the rest of you, which would be struggling yeah. for the next five minutes to try to get up that path. Yes, we shall, we shall swim. Swimmy, swimmy. <laughs> swimmy, swimmy. Swim, swim for your life. <laughs> Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Oh, he's in the nasty room with where the Gloucesters were. Yeah. So Aquila basically just shouts out. It's like, hold him there, Nicolo. And then uh, gives kind of a thumbs up to uh, Velmaine as he goes swimming by. Like, you're good, buddy, right? <laughs> Velmaine's like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> he stabbed the crap out of me, but yeah, oh, I'm good. yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor However, with the Quillen's extraordinary, uh, full, powerful sea elven legs, he uh, he swims, darting around the outside and managing to get more than halfway um, around towards him as he circles back up the tunnel that led back in the direction of where you fought the drowning devil before banking to the right and swimming into the chamber where there's still chunks of globster floating everywhere <laughs> um, as he goes Gross. swimming through there. Uh, Gross. That's Taking nasty. us uh, to Velmain, who I assume is going to hold his ground. Yeah, Velmain will definitely be holding his ground. All right, taking us from there to Mainu. Um, well, Equalange probably shouldn't go off on his own, so uh, we're going to have Mainu also follow after him. Okay. They came from behind. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Keep up with your buddy system. I was like Scouts 101. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and 30 feet, uh, using all of her movement, puts her right behind Aquellen in the Globster Room. All right. I like to think that you guys are going to keep calling it the Globster Room even after you finish clearing this place out. Like, oh, that's no, the yeah. We put nothing the in room. there. It, it will be empty forever. <laughs> I this doubt that. How many volunteering to go in there and clean that out? It's disgusting. Mm. Well, Gross. when the place, when it gets drained, a lot of this stuff is going to be swept out with the water. Yeah, that's true. But what true. if it isn't? Uh, that I'll brings us it. to Vittoria Scordato. <laughs> okay, well, I think I'm probably going to chase after Niccolo. Okay, you're still going to need to make an athletics check to swim. Mm, four for a 13? Uh, unfortunately, yeah, with your first check, you you make no progress as you, uh, you've gotten up to the dock, but you're still struggling with the, uh, the current. All right, I guess I will try one more time. That was much better. That is an 18 for a 27. Okay, now you, you kind of sink down to the point where you're down on the dock before, like, kicking off one of the pylons that almost splinters under the Ugh. impact because it's so rotted. Yeah. Before Gross. you begin to swim forward, making a critical success, allowing you to swim up to uh, 15 yeah. feet. Uh, well, I suppose that puts me up next to Adria and behind yep. Ava. Here, uh, basically, where you and Adria are, the DC is 10. So you can just choose to not roll and move 10 feet, or you can try to make the check again to try to move 15. Uh, you know what? I, I am an expert in athletics. The first roll was just kind of bad, so I'm going to attempt to uh, go a little further. Okay. Uh, and that's a 16 nice. for a 25. That is Very a critical nice. success, allowing you to swim right. another 15 feet. I think I'm in the hallway, at least. Problem is, is that I can't really see. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, so you do manage to close. I think there's a little bit of light. You can kind of see Nikola ahead of you, and then through this haze, you can see the uh, the other creatures. Almost more that you can see them in silhouette from that glowing phosphorescence mm. from up ahead of you. As uh, Vittoria, you swim in, you grab onto one of the door jams and pull yourself into this hallway. Um, as you see Nikola retracting his uh, his now bloody morning star from the side of this creature. One of these two creatures. As uh, again, there's that mirror image that keeps blurring in and out. Niklo, unlike you, seeming to uh, struggle at the very least a little bit with all this glitter that struck him in the face. Well, he did get a face full of glitter and I didn't. So. <laughs> yeah. My eyes. My eyes. I'm not, I'm not supposed to get glitter in them. <laughs> I was explicitly told. Yeah. From Vittoria, we go to Adria Sila. So I can just move 10 feet, right? If you wish, you may just move 10 feet or you may attempt an athletics check to try to move 15. I mean... Victoria is the only space I would want to go if I went 15 anyway. Then, see, the thing is, from where I was, I have, I think I have an angle on that guy. Um, yeah, from where you are, you can just narrowly see him um, enough so that he would have cover if you were trying to do an attack that actually required an attack roll. But enough but to target him if you're trying to do something that doesn't. Some yeah, I'm just going to electrocute him with Tempest Surge. Um, All right. So I he mean, can make a reflex save. If it works, keep using yeah. it. 
Absolutely. Oh, I only, I'm out of, this is my last focus spell. Oh. So again, Nicholas, you retract your mace back uh, distantly behind you. You can hear Vittoria closing and then past that Adria. And then suddenly there's this swirling cloud of, uh, of underwater storm, storm, like this tiny cyclone that surrounds them. Nicholas smirks. <sighs> oh, eh? Good, bad? That would be a natural one for a critical failure. <laughs> I am so happy. <laughs> oh, this is going to hurt. Um, oh. He can feel free to take oh. 16 oh. times two. So. 32. 32. Oh, my God. If he's still alive, he's also clumsy, too, and he has persistent electricity damage. Wow. <laughs> he's, he's still just, like, jolting. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Twitchy. Niklo nods in appreciation, like, Badly wow. electrocutes him. Um, oh, oh, so nice. I don't know if that's my eyes or the spell, but good job. <laughs> I was going to say, nothing like having lightning go in front of you when you have dark vision. <laughs> it's also, dazzled. as electricity still crackles across him, um, he is still alive as oh, that blast wow. hits him, oh, uh, he frying into him as he grits his teeth through the pain. I'm going to move four. I'm trying to get you some light. Is this helping with light? It helps Vittoria for sure. Well, I can't tell if Vittoria can... I it, can't it, see in the hallway when I move It has very forward, so. slightly lit up the hallway. Okay. I'll stay here then. I, I'll just kind of... Swimmy for like a little baby five feet to help with the light situation. Mm. All right. Ah, that was a good use that of that spell. I'm pleased. Yes. Uh, so Adria blasts off a, uh, a cyclone of electricity, taking us from Adria to Lucia. All right. I am still on the dock, so I do need to make an athletics check to get to the uh, get off the dock. That is correct. Uh, 11 for a 24. A 24 is a success, allowing you to move right. 10 feet forward. Okay, so 10 feet forward. Uh, man, I cannot. All right. It's uh, a sliver. From... Yeah. You basically swim into the uh, the archway that leads into the storage room, um, at which point the current decreases, allowing you to uh, now swim at a DC 10. Okay. Uh, well, I have a 13 athletics, so that's fine. Getting fit, Going 15 feet actually doesn't get me anywhere because I'd, I'd be right on top of Vittoria, so I will just the move forward. The one advantage to moving faster, it wouldn't really benefit you right now is right now Vittoria either needs to go down or Nicolo needs to go down because you can stack too high in that hallway. Mm. But right now, both she and he and you are all swimming at five elevation. So someone is going to have to go down to go under Nicolo. Uh, well, if you have 15, you could go forward and down, right? Well, going down is difficult terrain, so it takes 10 feet of movement to go five feet down. Yeah, because that's the problem is it's 10 down, so like I would end up underneath you. I just need somebody to move so I can get out of this current. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. let's do that. Um, I'll go ahead and roll for it, see if I can get a 15 so that I can go down. Okay. All right, let's see. Rolling. Hey, <laughs> that's an 18 for a 31. That's that a critical triple, success. Critical. I will critical uh, and go ahead and go, yeah, five feet down and then five feet forward, which I believe puts me right there. Under Adria. And that's my turn. Yeah, unfortunately, as you are slowed, yeah. Ah. Ah, slow. Yep. I'm doing my best. You feel yeah. like there's this morass that you're trying to go through, and I'll <laughs> slow down your audio whenever you try to talk in character, so there's... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Please, that's oh, hilarious. Um, as Lucia tries her best to, uh, to swim forward. Taking us from Lucia to Cesare. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess I'm going to try to swim forward. Okay. <laughs> the dice are against Cesare's Cesare. Cesare's not a swimmy boy. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make me your athletics check. Hmm. Cesare rolls a 14 for a 22. Hey, that's uh, That good. is a success, allowing that's, you to swim yeah. forward 10 feet. That'll get you out of the uh, current, at least. 
So that gets me behind Adria. Hello. Okay. Ooh, I can see him. Electric arc. Right? It's so good. It's <laughs> a good spot. It is, it is one of those rare occasions where you're like, oh, I can see like a toe. I'm going to electrocute the toe. I'm going to continue so to blast him with electricity. Save. He is Let's clumsy, go. so it is great. That's yeah. true. That is true. This yeah. is the time. Oh, he's clumsy too, even. Yep. He is clumsy too. Did he just roll another nat one? Please, come on. No. Oh. He did, however, roll a two for a 12, which I believe is a critical failure. <laughs> so it's him. still a critical failure. <laughs> Destroy him. Oh, the uh, dice. So Cesare does 10 points of damage, which is 20. Because yep. <laughs> <laughs> this guy got electrocuted Just... for over 50 points of damage in six seconds. Again, you swim up forward. You extend this uh, your your hand as well as uh, Lucia is struggling forward as Nicolo's retracting his uh, his weapon before there's this crackling pop of electricity that sears through the uh, the corridor. Would cause Nicolo's hair to stand on end if he weren't yeah. underwater. Jeez. Uh, striking him in the head. As his head nearly bursts Come on. under yes. the impact ah, of the electrical arc that sears him. through him. Oh. Oh, Do you know what happens when a frog is struck with electricity? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing that happens to everything else. I am so happy. It is such a bad line. Cesare uh, glances forward at Adria. So I am so over today. I'm so uh, happy yeah, I withdrew yeah. my morning star before that. <laughs> uh, just think about the warm bath. We're gonna. Oh well, maybe bath is bad because it's also water. But I'm thinking of warm bath when I get home. We're all gonna go up, go to the beach, and just lay out and dry. <laughs> as the uh, as the electricity finishes coursing again, the body is still spasming as it's still taking one persistent electricity damage. Um, as the electricity <laughs> finishes coursing through the uh, the corpse, Menu and Aquellan uh, rush forward from the opposite side where they've been moving to uh, to outflank it. As Velmaine swims injured forward, <sighs> bringing Saracia with them, as uh, I suppose you guys reconvene uh, now out of the current to mm. safety. Yeah, I think we need to get out of the water. Yeah, I'll let's uh, reconvene maybe just in the storage chamber over here. We can get everybody out together. Okay. Sounds good. It's another minute or so as, uh, I mean, first off, you, you struggle through all this glitter and all the rest of that stuff that's sure. obscuring your vision. In Lucia's case, eventually the uh, almost paralytic effect of this, uh, this slow magic wears off, allowing uh, Lucia to move once again. I imagine that... Vittoria wants to uh, help tend to uh, all of the injured. Tend to Nicolo. Yes, that that is definitely mm. something I want to do. Well, and Sarcia is literally unconscious. Start with Sarcia. She's been stabilized. I think that was my first action in this combat. And maybe oh, yes, Domain too, yeah. because honestly, Nicolo's at about a third health, so yeah. I'm doing better than they are. That's fair. That's fair. Quick roundtable. Jessica, what is Adria doing? Uh, Adria is rifling through this dead guy's pockets. Jordan. Uh, I'm going to guard the uh, the little archway that leads into the docks just to make sure that nothing sneaks up on us. And Heather? Uh, Cesare's detecting magic on our electrified friend. I'm not your friend, he says from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead. I'm not your buddy guy. There's still electricity coursing through him. It was actually completely random that he said that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a very macabre right. thing, but yes. That's true. So, Rachel, what are we doing uh, for Victoria? I'm going to start treating wounds. And you have a uh, ward medic, correct? Yes, I do have ward medic, and yes, I can treat uh, two people at a time. Uh, so, which two are you treating? Uh, probably Saracia and Velmaine, because I think they were the most injured. You go over there to tend them. In the meantime, uh, Ross, what is Nicolo doing? Uh, I would like Nicolo to start refocusing as he prays to Milani to regain his lay on hand spell. 
All right. He's like, oh, that was a that was a fight, Milani. Thanks for your yeah. Thanks for having Seriously. my back. Seriously, <laughs> and training me how to use heavy armor. I like that Milani herself. That there was a training she, montage she that no one saw. <laughs> yeah. Let's but, get down to business. Well, it that was definitely set to that. Two defeat. The, the Side note, yeah. I had a whole argument with my brother because he thinks that that song doesn't even make the top 10 of best Disney songs. What? And I he wholeheartedly disagree. When does your brother lose his mind? Your brother can fully be put into the trash can. <laughs> he doesn't believe me. He's like, oh, Mulan is not like one of the big movies and everything. And I was like, it doesn't matter that Mulan's not. That song is, is on amazing. so many workout playlists. <laughs> also, <laughs> Mulan fight. should be. He can go in the trash for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate how much Heather was just like, when did Nolan Schomer abandon wisdom for me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Calling him out. He doesn't even listen. He doesn't even listen to this show. Actually, I think he does. Okay, well, It'll be a while him. before he catches up here. So, hi, Nolan. When you finally get here, let's get down when to the you wisdom for madness. So, anyway, yeah, so Niclo, uh, Niclo's refocusing. So, real quick, go mm-hmm. ahead and give me that uh, medicine that treat wounds check from Vittoria. All right, we're sticking with the 15 just because I don't know what else is going to pop up here. So, well, hopefully, nothing. We cleared this place as far as we know. It's like, I'm not sure if I roll a critical failure and I don't have a hero point, I'm not sure I won't kill the two of them. Yeah, please don't kill (laughs) Saracia. Please do not do the higher DC and maybe crit fail. Uh, That is a six for an 18, so that is a success. Okay. 18 is a success, so go ahead and uh, patch up your companions there. Uh, For 10 points of healing for both of them. I should at least get them conscious, or at least uh, Saracia conscious. (laughs) That does fortunately get Saracia conscious of what she's, uh, looks a little sheepish, because you can kind of tell Again, she's the, out of the five of them, she's kind of the Monty of the group. She's the, like, everyone hug it out, like we're all working together. And so she's <laughs> like, oh, I was rendered unconscious in the first round of combat again. Mm. Well, she's the youngest, the newest of the group. But yeah, she uh, she looks a little sheepish. And, you know, Velvain's giving her, like, a you know a firm, like, pat on the shoulder. Like, oh, yeah, you Colin did great. took me out. <laughs> you took that lightning bolt like a boss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next yeah, time, maybe try to dodge a little faster, but <laughs> good hustle out there. <laughs> Here's an orange slice he hands it to me. I just like Velmaine as some sort of coach. <laughs> He's just over there like crushing Capri Suns. <laughs> Man, I love him. <laughs> All right, hit the showers. You got this. Yep. Gives everyone a firm you know, slap on the rear as you're making your way off. Yep. <laughs> good job, everybody. Oh my! Yeah, and you got Velmaid up to the point where he's uh, he's not bleeding out everywhere, so you know he has the energy to actually yeah. be a little bit more <laughs> active. Um, up until this point, he was just like, again, Aquilon's been floating over there with him, like I'm so sorry. He's like, no, no, don't worry about it, man. That was, oh man, you've been you've been working out. I can tell. <laughs> because my insides are on the outside. All that training I gave you really worked out. Ow. Also, Maynu, sorry for for slapping you a couple times. There's a lot of apologies going on over there. Like, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about yeah. that, too. We're all confused. It was a crazy time. Yeah. Metathaguru, that was wow. wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in the uh, the meantime, Adria is searching over the body of this uh, this Ogopla. First off, he has uh, some robes that are just robes. They're basically explorer's clothing. Um, that are his, like, his dramatic, it's more or less a dramatic loin- loincloth made of eel skin. Mm. Ew. Nope. Eel Keeping skin. that on. Don't want to see what's under it. No. <laughs> if you strip a body for its clothing, it is naked. That is a deal I mean, with it. This is true. Usually we don't take the underpants, but he has no underpants. 
We, I don't know. I'm not. Or looking. he's in his underpants. I'm not really sure which one. I'd rather not find out. There's a a spell component pouch. Although the spell component pouch doesn't contain anything of uh, value beyond just a standard spell component pouch. Yeah. And the staff. Uh, what you're able to uh, to pick up. Uh, Cesare, I believe, is over there and uh, identifying. Again, that's the only magical thing he was carrying was that staff. Just wander over to you. Hold it. Cesare, looking over the staff, you may make a... It's straight up magical, so uh, you may make whatever tradition you want. You love to see it. I mean, I'm going to use my arcana. Makes sense. So, Cesare, you look over the staff. You are able to determine what you believe this item does. This is a staff of water. Okay. okay. Um, the staff of water is made of driftwood. Oh, that's cool. Has a slight like blue lacquer to it um, that gives oh, it a very dramatic cool. appearance. Carved into it this repeated wave pattern. Oh, that's cool. And if you weren't underwater, um, you would note that it smells faintly of like brine. This uh, this salty ocean breeze. Oh, that's cool. So the staff of water does a couple of things. First off, while holding the staff of water, you gain a resistance two to fire. Hmm. Um, oh. As it naturally oh, repels fire as it wards you. So are you just you. slightly wet? <laughs> you're just damp <laughs> you're, all the time you're now. Damp, the staff yeah. basically just absorbs the uh, the fire cool. as it uh, as it blasts at you. In addition to that, um, you can expend a number of charges for the staff to cast spells from the following list. It can cast the cantrip, so basically just holding the staff gives you access to the cantrip spout, uh, oh, where fun. water blasts upwards coming out of the ground, rising from a pool, or even manifesting from thin air. Um, and any creatures cool. in the area take bludgeoning damage. Um, it's equal a squirtle to staff. It's it a squirtle <laughs> staff, yes. In addition to that, you can also use it, the first level spell version of it, for create water or hydraulic push. Oh, mm. okay. Nice. nice. Makes sense. Adria gives puppy eyes to Cesare. <laughs> what are you doing? I really want this staff. No, that's not my accent. That's my accent. All right, Uncle Paul. Exactly. Rather, I really. I can't say what I want to say. I want the staff. I can't not do that. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. Go. Keep going. Keep going. Keep role playing. Mm, role play, Heather. <laughs> Cesare kind of sighs before handing the staff to you. I mean, if you're going to cast some water stuff, you can't. I just, it goes with my whole vibe. We could have shared custody. We don't need to have shared custody. Cesare's like, I was I was not remotely interested when I realized it wasn't a staff of lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> A staff I mean, of unlimited power. It's not a staff of make me bleed my own blood, so I don't know. So yeah. It is interesting that the staff of water is one of the few staffs that is useful to both uh, an arcane and a druid spellcaster. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yep. it would be useful to both of you, but uh, it does seem to be a little bit more on theme for the storm druid. Which is mm. why Cesare's trying to yep. give it to her, but okay, Adria's okay. like acting like he's hoarding it away from her. And <laughs> okay. just trying to be nice about it. So it's going to Adria then? Heck yeah. You take the staff, you're like, oh, ooh, nice. Hello. So it has a nice, cool look to it. It's very, very dramatic. watery. I like it. <laughs> Are we ready to get the hells out of this water? Yeah, I think even I'm a little tired of it. Nicola looks over to Ava. Are you all going to be okay on your own from here? We should be able to locate a way back to the river from here. It would be easier for us than trying to move around on the surface. Mm, probably, considering all the patrols out there these days. Yeah, it's not like we're coming out like right next to the river or anything. 
Yeah, and they're definitely going to ask who are all of these, you know, quality girls running that's around. That's one of those things they look over, they see them, like, with the blue skin and the blue hair, and they go, intruders. They're like, wait, we had a blockade to keep people coming from in and out. We never thought of them swimming from underneath. Yes, yeah. and we don't need them to. So thank you. Yeah, I, um, hey, you know what they're friends for. Well, we came here in search of a friend, and I'm glad that we found five while we're here, even if we weren't able to find Shinsun. Well, we'll keep working on that front. And hopefully she's safe. I will go and speak to our elder. It is up to Athana and the warden whether or not we can invite you to Asasazi. It is beyond our... Um, Pay grade? Yes. Mm. We don't get paid, but um, <laughs> yes. You really have to renegotiate with your union. <laughs> we're more of a community that shares equally and everyone yeah. takes the roles that they're best suited for. Huh. Communists. Communists. <laughs> that actually Suddenly sounds communist. rather nice. Regardless, we will check with the eldest. You should be able to find us here again. Um, we will be commandeering this place. It's not commandeering. We've got a deed. Then we'll seek you out here. Once we know more, we will let you know. Right. You have potentially made a powerful enemy today, and we will stand beside you when the time comes to face said foe. It's just another one on the list. I was just going to say we're collecting those, but yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, some of them I don't even know we exist. Equality nods. Well, and from what I can tell, it seems that you are opposed to the forces of the devil worshippers of your city. And yeah. if, uh, if memory serves... There are those amongst us, the majority of us, that are old enough to remember a time when that was not the case of uh, devil-worshipping neighbors. It would be nice mm. to go back to a time where our neighbors weren't. Scary. Worshipping the lords of a hell is what he means, <laughs> Felbane says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, agreed. Mm, I think that's something we can all agree on here. Yeah, a huge downtick in a uh, number of drowning devils would be a, a vast improvement for this region. So uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys. Your finger guns. <laughs> Nicolo actually laughs. Like, we, that's we, good. We take, we take a note of that so that we can add that to our things to do when we run the city. <laughs> Open Down season on devil devils. fish. Or drowning devils. <laughs> drowning devils. Oh, hopefully we won't have to take them all one at a time. We'll make a squad. Mm. The drowning devil squad? Like uh, exterminators, but for devils. <laughs> so the, uh, the aquatic elves give all of you a, a, a nod before uh, turning and swimming their way back out and making their way... Heading upstream, because, I mean, that's probably where the, I mean, that's where the current mm, of like fresh water is coming from. Yeah. Yes, not to spawn. They're just heading upstream. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gross. All right, Cesare's making for this ladder, because he's yeah, done. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, it's been exhausting, so this is... Yeah. On the plus side, though, we did find the little bit of machinery we needed. Uh, yeah, do we know how to well, use that? Was that the only part we needed? Yeah, and we need to repair the magic item, which means Cesare needs crafting. to go. Right. Cesare needs to go pout at Hedeman. To repair <laughs> you know? it, you would need. Uh, you are aware that to repair the pump, you need three days, three hundred gold worth of materials. Wow, which is going to have to come out of your treasure. We probably um, have that. That's fine. If but it means it. we get a whole new place, I think it's worth it. And it's a spacious place. Uh, and in addition to that, you're going to need to. Uh, Again, somebody that can craft magic items, which the only one that came to mind was, you know, that Hedeman is capable of doing so. Okay. Yeah. We'll send him a gift basket. Fr we send him a fruit basket with a note that says, we need your help. Well, the person delivering the gift basket will be Cesare. Ah. 
I will ask Hetaman if he is willing to help us. I don't think we need to bribe him with a gift basket. It's not a bribe. It's a gift. <laughs> it's courtesy. Well, send him some of those pies. I like how Nicola's probably sitting over there quietly the entire time, like, when we get out of here, maybe, uh... Maybe Vittoria stops me from bleeding everywhere because I'm still bleeding everywhere. <laughs> I am still horribly hey, injured. Hey, we had 10 minutes that we had to wait, so, you know. Well, it's easier to, to do medicine and stuff not underwater, mm-hmm. also, believe true. it or not. Well, all of you make your way over. You reach the ladder. You ascend up out of this. Uh, for the first time in a while, you basically, like, you break the surface. Uh, there's that moment where you just kind of cough up all the water in your lungs yeah. that you've been breathing. Yeah. So before weird. climbing your way back up out of the hole. Uh, you gingerly step over all the uh, the dead ghouls, which are horribly stinking as you climb over oh, those. Oh, nasty. Not this Shazray room. So releases stinky. Raven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Raven springs out of the bag. Ta-da! Again, she is wearing those uh, <laughs> clamshells that you found as a little, like, little bra. Oh, my God, Ariel. Oh, God. <laughs> what are you doing? Accessorizing. <laughs> Wouldn't you think my collection? It's a good look complete? on you. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls a fork out and brushes her fur. <laughs> She's a dragon. A ward of clothing. Cesare casts prestidigitation on everybody just so we don't have the squishy wet shoes and oh, all very that. Good. Yeah. Yes, please dry us because we'll also be so conspicuous going through the city just dripping. You can dry everyone off while Victoria's tending to uh, Nicolo's injuries yes. and, I, and her own, I believe, because I think she's still I'll a little also hurt focus. also. Yeah, I'm going to use my new staff the to two focus. of us. Oh yeah, you can focus on the staff by just looking at the waves. You can sit there on the staff you're like, oh, the staff is so cool. I'm going to create so much water. Cesare fills spout. Raven in on everything she missed. Idris just walking around her backyard, just sprinkling the, the plants oh, back yeah, there like with the staff. Can. Uh-huh. All right, Nicola and I heal up for 10. Ugh. How bad is uh, Vittoria down? Uh, I'm down about uh, 12. Well, you could heal ah. yourself while you're healing him. I did. I just... Oh, okay. So I'm still yeah. down 12, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I'll go ahead and cast Lay on Hands on myself as well. I feel well, like we're going to sleep. I'm kind of done adventuring for the day, personally. Well, I mean, there's not much else to do anyway at this point. Well, we are also in a sure. hostile city, so who knows what could happen. So Yeah. They don't generally tend to attack us in the streets. True. <laughs> not yet. They will once they hear of our amazing accomplishments, clearing out this stuff and dealing with Minithaguru. Is anybody else still in need of healing? I'm good. Oh, um, I'm down seven. Okay, well, then I'll do me and you because I need to get myself up, so. Okay. Oh, well, that wasn't very much, but we heal up for three. Hey, you know what? I'll take <laughs> so, it. It's better than nothing. And I think I can heal the rest up when I sleep. <laughs> okay. So, again, you climb up out of here. You take a moment to bandage yourselves up. You uh, dry off, prepare yourselves to head back up. To the- again, you, again, you need to make yourselves look at least somewhat presentable so that you're not stopped by the watch covered in blood and soaking wet and all the rest of that stuff. This is like, why you wear dark colors. You guys doing? That's why we had the presentation. So, so what it sounds like is we, we get bandaged up, go take a dip to wash all the obvious blood off of us, come back up, I get cast dried prestidigitation. off. I cast prestidigitation. Yeah, I was going to say, I think oh, no, magicking okay, sorry, all the blood off of you. <laughs> but again, that's also why you wear dark clothing so that the blood just blends in. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> take Rachel's knowledge of that for what you will, audience. <laughs> so, uh, I do want to take a moment, however, to talk about staffs because it's actually the first time we've gotten a staff yeah, uh, since we've been doing yeah, second edition stuff. So let's talk a little bit about staffs uh, uh-huh. for both uh, everyone's edification here as well as the audience as a whole. Those uh, those listening, um, I recently saw a thing. I think it was uh, talking about Mummy's Mask, but we had somebody write in on our Discord saying that they uh, they listened to the entirety of Mummy's Mask and had never played Pathfinder before. 
and were already getting Pathfinder roles uh, mixed in with their D&D 5e roles because of listening to all of Mummy's Mask. <laughs> so I know that there are people we that come like to, to us and, and listen to uh, to learn about the rules, and we do love the rules here. We do. So um, staffs, as described here, magical staff is an indispensable accessory for an elite spellcaster. Congratulations, you're elite now, Jessica. Wow! A staff is tied to one person during a preparation process, after which the uh, preparer, and only the preparer, can harness the staff to cast a variety of spells throughout the day. The spells can be cast from a staff are listed in the bullet points organized by levels. I have already explained what spells those are. A staff gains charges when someone prepares it for the day. The person who prepares a staff can expend the charges to cast spells from it. You can cast a spell from a staff only if you have that spell on your spell list, which you do, are able to cast spells from of the appropriate level, of which you are, and expend a number of charges from the staff equal to the spell's level. So one charge in the case of a first level spell, or zero charges, you just get access to a new cantrip in the case of the cantrip. Exciting! Casting a spell from a staff requires holding the staff, typically in one hand, and activating the staff by casting a spell, which takes the spell's normal number of actions. Preparing a staff means that during your daily preparations, you can prepare a staff by adding charges to it for free. When you do so, that staff gains a number of charges equal to the level of your highest spell slot. You don't need to expend any spells um, to add charges in this way. No one can prepare more than one spell staff per day, nor can a staff be prepared by more than one person per day. If the charges aren't used within 24 hours, they are lost in preparing the staff anew, removes any charges previously stored in it. You can prepare a staff only if you have at least one of the staff spells on your spell list. I believe you are a prepared spellcaster. Yep. So you may choose to uh, place some of your own magic into the staff to increase its number of charges. When a prepared spellcaster prepares a staff, they can expend a spell slot to add a number of charges equal to the level of the spell that they expend. So for instance, since you have third level spells, you may choose to lose one third level spell, but actually give your staff three additional charges so that you can use hydraulic push three times per day in addition to what the staff could normally do. Wow. Um, it's part of the um, reason why like a staff of healing is so killer because it's like that is I killer. expend one third level spell and now I've got like three extra first level heal spells per day. Yeah, staff of healing. It's nuts. Neat. So if you can cast third level spells and prepare the staff, the staff would gain three charges. Man, I need to get a staff of yeah, healing. Staffs of healing are so good. Yeah, that would be really helpful. I bet they're ludicrously expensive. You'd be surprised. Mm. They're shockingly affordable. They're honestly, really? I'd say, the most affordable means affordable, of having yeah. additional healing. Huh. Well, that's cool. I may not keep this if I find a staff, if I buy a staff of healing instead. As a side note, a staff of healing, it's 90 gold pieces. So, I mean, it's expensive. That might be worth it. I suppose to sum this up, Adria, you can cast third level spells, uh, which means that when you prepare at the beginning of the day, the staff will have three charges. So a number of charges equal to the highest level spell that you can cast because staffs are tied directly to the power of the user. And if you choose to expend a third level slot, it means that your staff would actually have six charges. So you could cast six oh. hydraulic pushes per day um, while holding that staff. Does hydraulic push do damage or is it just a movement? It does damage. I think it does bludgeoning damage. Mm -hmm. Nice. As a side note, staves are also weapons and can be uh, etched with fundamental but not property runes. She's going to turn into a full-on waterbender. Um, so, yeah, if you wanted to, you could make it a plus one striking staff or something like that. Um, you just couldn't add, like, flaming or anything like that to it. Yeah, sure. Uh, a flaming staff of water would be amusing. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Staff of water would be <laughs> just, you're, you're just burning everyone with steam. Yeah. <laughs> mm, um, but yeah, so that's the basic rules as far as the staffs are concerned. Since you guys have gotten your first staff, God, I will say this. I just want to throw this out here. I love the staff rules in second edition. Yeah, the staff yeah, rules sound I way better than having to expend your own spell slots to recharge it. I think like, I yeah. said previously that staffs are way cooler in second edition. I don't remember where or when I said that. They're expensive because I've looked at a few of them for Cesare when we've been shopping, but I'm like, these are, are expensive. They're not more expensive than first edition staffs because those things were ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're expensive. It's just uh, they're so worth it. 
No, there's there's a couple that I really want for Cesare, but I'm like I can't. I don't have the gold for this right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we sell gold, I might. I'm, uh, I may not end up when we it sell gold. Staff of feeling. Sorry. When we get gold from selling things, <laughs> I do actually really want a staff of healing now. So we'll. See. I mean, we'll honestly, see. I would point this out. If you wanted to count that as a party item, it would only cost 18 gold per party member to buy that staff. Mm. That's to true. give the entire party an additional minimum three healing spells per day. Yeah. Per I mean, day. That's, yeah, that's pretty nice. Especially when we have long days like this where we had yeah, a lot exactly. of encounters. Well, and I don't have to prepare as much healing out of my spell slots, right? That, that's kind of yeah. nice, too. Well, you, you would want to keep preparing higher level spells in case somebody needs a yeah. lot of healing really fast because it's only a first level healing spell. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we'll there are more powerful we end staffs, up with. but we'll anyway. See. Yeah. We'll see. But yay for staff. Staffs, they're cool. Yeah, so I suppose all of you ascend up for the first time in, uh, I mean, honestly, it's only been a couple of hours for your characters. Um, honestly, I think it's only been like two hours that you guys were down there um, for your characters. But for the first time for the uh, <laughs> for the players for and lot. the audience uh, in many, like many, many an episode, you make your way back through the Lucky Bones. You make your way back down the hallway. You ascend the stairs. You climb back up through the secret passage behind the burnt out fireplace. And back out onto the uh, the brilliant surface as you step out. Uh, so a cool bright. breeze rolls over. You just blink into the sunlight as you step out. We're like vampires. <laughs> I mean, it's got to hurt our eyes because it's so bright. I imagine maybe uh, on your way back, go and stop and get a meat pie because, uh, I mean, yes. it is literally a little bit afternoon. It's lunchtime as all of you get back to the surface. God, we did all that in the morning? Dang. Yeah, I also want to buy a nice bottle of rum because I guess since I'm showing these bones the dawn in the morning, I want to have like, we'll have some rum, we'll hang out, find a nice place to hang out with her. Yeah, you do have some bones to take care of. Mm. We also need to check in with Granddaddy Utyug to make sure baby Utyug's got home. Mm. Yes. Well, mm. if we're getting meat pies. <laughs> I mean, it's true. He is just right downstairs. Yes. <laughs> you guys go um, get some meat pies. You can check in with the uh, the Lord of Floatsome. Our buddy. Yeah. He's still just sitting there bobbing along. Uh, the younger Utyugs are not present there with him, but uh, he does thank you, of course, for uh, for rescuing them. Offering to bless you further, but you're like, no, no, we don't need to go into the water again. We've been plenty wet today. We don't need to mm -hmm. jump back into a pool of water. We appreciate it. <laughs> have a, have several meat pies. Have several, several. We, we got you the moldiest ones. They're from three days ago. They were going to throw them out, but here you are. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because he really good. likes them once they start. He's like, mm, they grow the delicious The mold film. really brings it, out it's, the flavor. It's almost like blue cheese, you know? It, yeah. It's <laughs> <that really>? <laughs> Mm, I don't like blue cheese. <laughs> We've started asking Reich not to throw out meat pies at the end of the day to just yeah, keep a just weird little a stash of them. <laughs> yeah. How much is a nice bottle of rum? Because alcohol starts at a copper piece, but obviously a nice bottle of rum is not going to be a copper piece. I mean, I would say a silver would be probably pre a pretty nice bottle of rum. Okay. I don't think you need to go a full gold piece. No, no, no. ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. And again, like I said, you stop at Auden Daughter's Herbs and uh, pick up your meat pie because, you know, that's where you get meat pies from. He hasn't mm -hmm. renamed it yet. <laughs> It's not really his, technically. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's just been squatting. And then I suppose you... Uh, to look up squatter laws. Well, again, in old Contargo, they're basically like, occupancy is really like, yeah, you live there, so I guess that's yours. Uh, occupancy well, is that's what I mean. If it's law. like a squatter law, like if, if you've been squatting there for so long, like maybe then like you can apply for the deed or something. I don't yeah. know. And then I suppose you all go your own... Uh, I guess eventually peel off to uh, to head back to your own homes and all the rest of that well, stuff. I mean, Cesare is going to go by the devil's well, yeah. threads and talk to Hedeman about, hey, can you fix this? So going and checking with Hedeman, like Hedeman would agree to aid you in fixing that up once again, uh, especially considering the aid that uh, the party's already provided as far as uh, finding the serial killer responsible for murdering one of his flock. 
And I'm his super cute boyfriend, and I'm asking <laughs> yeah. very nicely. <laughs> you, you just batch pre lashes. <laughs> and you give him a meat pie, because at the very least, Adria made you take him something. <laughs> take a meat pie. Here you are. Enjoy. Adria said I had to give this to you, is exactly what Cesare says <laughs> as he hands over the meat pie. Cesare, so romantic. So, again, Adria returns back to her home. Yeah. I probably should open the shop. Opens, maybe opens her shop for a little bit. They're like, you've been keeping weird hours recently. Yeah, has her has her new staff and all the rest of that stuff to kind of like focus on. Uh, I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. I'm going to greet the first breeze as it comes in off of the river and uh, and sit there with my staff and have this awesome, cool new staff that I can bond with tomorrow morning. Yep. <laughs> and drink some rum with a ghost. That's what I'm going to uh, Yeah, you're like, I've got to wake up early so I can get over there to, to greet the sunrise with a ghost. Mm-hmm. Lucia and Vittoria making their way back across the uh, the bleak bridge, um, as well as Cesare over to uh, the mainland. Knock Marking off, off your, your silver toll. piece. Yeah. yeah, handing over yep. your silver piece for the toll to get across the bridge. Uh, mm. That stupid thing. All of you rest up for the uh, the evening. Nicolo returning back to the uh, back to the Devil's Nursery, back to his uh, his house. Miraculously, somehow still standing. <laughs> <laughs> we really oh, need wow. to get you a new place. He One has options. Days. He's refusing to move. I mean that's fair. Yeah, you could just move into our new uh, our new place. Well, there's also the apartment the Hell Knights had. I'm considering it. <laughs> <laughs> so again, Cesare still needs to go uh, to and from class. Uh, Adria, you wake up, you make your way, kind of set the bones out. Uh, the ghost doesn't appear, but as as you sit there and you drink your your rum and I have a tiny cup for her too. You have a tiny little cup it. for her and all the rest of that stuff. The bones literally blanch in the sunlight. Um, they go from kind of the grayish pallor that they were previously to almost this stark pearly white as the sun rolls over them. And uh, you get a distinct impression that uh, things are better. Oh, good. You kind of reach down there. You're like, oh, okay, well, this is good. Cesare, you return back. Um, take Hedeman down there. Again, I think you I have water breathing. water breathing, yes. You can also. So Del oh, down there kind of take a Y'all look. Y'all are having underwater days. <laughs> yeah, you have a underwater you know, we're coming day. underwater yeah. messing with this stupid pump time. I mean, <laughs> there, there's breaks while you're down there. I was going to say the escape rooms are actually a pretty good date. So uh, having to yeah. go down there oh, yeah, and figure out a puzzle is actually like pretty good. Yeah. In this case, you're trying to escape the water before you drown. <laughs> yep. Nicolo, again, you return back to the uh, the devil's nursery. I imagine check in as far as your own job is concerned over at the Clovenhof Society, where you're just like, yeah. yeah, I do have a job here. Like, I need to go and check in on this. Yeah. Victoria finding that she has very few messages. The the rest of that day and the following day. <laughs> Why does that day, sound so sad? So sad. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, At least Victoria I have a letter from her friend. brother or she something. Has I mean, no dang. If I was more just saying you've solved the serial killer issue, so you don't have any say, other people no, debating no you. Have a day off? Question mark? <laughs> yeah. You can study? Yeah. You can go to your conspiracy board and start <laughs> updating that. <laughs> No, I'm probably going to learn how to forge from the little lady and her cats. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. All the bread cats. So I have, for this following day, I have four sticky notes I need to resolve. Oh, no. Oh, no. These are all me. I don't think so. All but one. All but one? <laughs> oh, no. Rick has been said, holding on to these for the a while. Party we did now. It's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's always me, y'all. Well, if you need things, I have antitoxins and anti-whatevers that I can make very easily. I think I also you have certain abilities. I my, I'm hanging out with my boyfriend who's a cleric, so if it's anything really bad for me, hopefully Hedeman can so help. So Cesare. It is, oh, God. <laughs> You're the other one. <laughs> I'm sick. And Lucia. <laughs> Great. Uh, both of you wake up the next day fatigued. Ooh. That's no good. Um, this fatigue will last for an entire week. I'm sorry, oh. a full week of fatigue? Cesare and Lucia are both unfortunately going through pest withdrawals. 
Wait, when did we smoke pesh? You didn't. Unfortunately, uh, the addiction of the pesh was passed on to you by the ghosts. It's the the remnant of the ghostly spirits that died from pesh overdose. Yeah. I hate, I hate we were this. Fighting all I, this. I, I love that Lucia, who has I, canonically never smoked. She's uh, Yeah, I was going to say, I think Lucia's, uh, she's pretty, uh, she's, she's a bit of a teetotaler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cesare wakes up and goes, oh. And Lucia is just like, what's going on? Oh. <laughs> Mechanically speaking, uh, much like in the real world, um, addiction is a disease. Yes. I Great. can't. Oh, Unfortunately, no, I can't. in the real These world, we can't disease. solve it with magic. However, fortunately, in the uh, the fictitious fantasy world, a pesh addiction can actually be solved via magic as far as remove disease is concerned. D- does Hedeman take pity upon me? Yeah, I can't do anything about disease. I could have done it if it was a poison or if you were sickened or something, but I can't I do can, anything about I do get about uh, my daily herbalist stuff. I have an anti-plague that I could give you if you let me know you need it. Uh, it gives you a bonus. I will also say we do have a scroll of removed disease as well in the party med kit we also have an anti-plague in in the uh, party med kit too if you tell me you need it i can prepare it for you the next day and on the same day i can give you an anti-plague wait a minute when do we get another save is it is we get a save um, you get no? a save after a week oh so we have to we have to be um, you'll be fatigued for the, the entire week otherwise i hate that's I, interesting i hate this all right but that was only two posted okay that's, that's only two posted Weird. That's the first thing. So Cesare, as far as you waking up and having this problem. <laughs> there's there's three more sticky notes for me. Hedman is willing to offer uh, the healing services for half price because he still does have to fund his I own organization. I can I do it for free the next him. day, literally. I guess I'll, what, does my drain condition from the- uh, The drain automatically disappears for all of you. Oh, okay. Right, the following good. morning. I guess I'll be fatigued for a day and whine at Adria if she'll cast it for free. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just have to prepare it the next day. It's not hard. We still have to take care of Lucia. We still have t- more sticky notes for me. <laughs> no, I just pre- I'm going to prepare a bunch as soon as I hear y'all are all messed up. God, I'm going to be bedridden. Y'all are going to have to come find me. The second thing with Lucia is not only do you wake up and feel fatigued. Not a fan. Really not a fan. The second day, you're also waking up. You feel a little feverish. Mechanically, this hasn't caused much of a penalty yet, but maybe a little ghoul feverish. Yeah, a little ghoul feverish. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So mechanically, you are in stage one, which actually has no effect. You're just a carrier right now. Oh, so right. You're, you're in the early stages of the zombie plague, where you're just like, right. oh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm going to hide this bite real quick um, <laughs> and not tell anyone about it. I mean, to be fair, let's be honest. We're all <laughs> wearing long sleeve and long legged like clothing all the time because we are covered in wounds. <laughs> Lucia strikes me as the type of person that has like one tiny red mark and she goes up to whoever is her medically inclined friend and is like, what is this? And somebody's like, you just slept on your arm wrong. So the, <laughs> the final She's not a thing is, you've had a very weird evening and even that following day. Uh oh. First off, and this is probably one of those like, maybe this is something I should be concerned about. You get home, um, you go through your daily thing like, you drop your keys like twice trying to get inside of the house. Huh. You go upstairs, you like you're spilling food all over yourself and all the rest of that. You're like, what is I'm clumsy. And then as you're getting ready for bed, you're like, you know what? I'm just I feel terrible. I've had a really long day. You know, you strip down and get ready for bed to change. You, you keep tugging, but God, these gloves will not come off of your hands. Mother. What? what? Remem- <laughs> Remember the glove that I mean, like, had to make checks for for a while? This, yeah. No! Oh, I can't get this. It's like, but Cesare, wait, no, no, no. Cesare couldn't identify these. Adria, Adria told me these gloves are fine. 
I can't, I can't take oh, them off no. my hands. Dang it, Adrian. As a fun side note, Chesray, if uh, because of his identification specialty, if it's a cursed item and he fails to identify it as cursed, he just fails to identify it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that he can't nice misidentify <laughs> magic items. That's nice. Dang. That, Unfortunately, that's as much as you tug on these gloves, these uh, these gloves that make it a a flat DC 10 anytime you pick up anything that is not an object <laughs> stored in the glove. Oh, no. So no! the rapier appears in your hand, no problem, but 50% of the time, if you go to take a bite of something, you drop your fork. If you go to How pick up I your glass to drink, you spill all over yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here in the etiquette, let me show oh. you how to set the table, dropping I will things point everywhere. Out. I will point out, you do get a, ch- a reflex save to catch the object. Otherwise, you fling it 15 feet away from you. So literally everything but my rapier I have this on. This is Here's awful. More bad news. If I try news. to eat a sandwich, there's a chance I fling the sandwich. <laughs> more yeah, bad news. <laughs> Remove curse as a fourth level divine or occult spell no, only. So you have to talk ahead of We <laughs> have a scroll of it. Oh, right. We have we? one scroll oh, of it. please. Oh, my god. I need to be able to eat food without flinging it everywhere like a toddler. <laughs> Can we ask Hedeman to activate the scroll? <laughs> Mechanically speaking, Lucia, you're currently wearing a pair of gloves of carelessness. <laughs> <laughs> These gloves appear and function as gloves of storing. However, they repel any item not stored in the gloves. Uh. (laughs) When wearing them, whenever you interact to draw or pick up an item, you have to roll a DC 11 flat check. On a success, you do so normally. Um, You actually kept succeeding. That's why you keep rolling flat checks for a while because you're picking up things. Oh, okay. You just stopped picking up things after a while. Yeah, I just stopped picking up things, just not really thinking about it. On a success, you do so as normal. On a failure, you instantly fling the item 15 feet in a random direction. <laughs> I love oh, the idea you said no. random direction, oh so I could gosh. literally be flinging forks or knives at people. Like. You can use a reaction to attempt a DC 23 reflex save. This does not allow you to function normally. It just means that the object only falls at your feet instead of being flinged 15 feet <laughs> oh away. My God. Wow. Uh, removing amazing. the stored item from the gloves does not trigger the item's curse. You've got it. I love that how well that would hide itself if you're like me and didn't pick up stuff. The first time the this curse uh, activates, which would have been sometime last night because you would have been picking up various items. The gloves fuse to you. Oh, no. Yep. Yep. Typical cursed items don't like to be removed because that would be too easy. <laughs> well, we'll have to get somebody to cast the spell So, yeah, for you. the follow. So, Cesare wakes up and withdraws. Lucia wakes up with withdraws the shakes <laughs> from ghoul fever and gloves. And she sweaty can't hands. Yeah. <laughs> Sweaty, wow. sweaty gloved hands. Um, all of your your covers are on the other side of the room. Your pillow's gone. <laughs> like, trying to move things oh in God, your sleep. You're like, oh, oh God! You get up. You try to put your shoes on. You hurl them across the room. No! <laughs> You're like desperately trying to send your raven to us. Like what's I know, happening? I keep dropping the raven. I'm like ah. <laughs> You're just flinging. You fling your raven. We make out the a house call. We'll make a house call for you. I, I, I think literally you guys would like come have to find Lucia in bed, trying not to touch anything, including herself. So I don't fling myself. You can't fling yourself. We'll say that you probably had like maybe a, a breakfast date kind of thing to talk with uh, Victoria because you know you guys live close together. So it's like, oh, I was supposed to go and get coffee with Victoria and when she doesn't show Victoria shows up. coffee near yeah. me! Victoria <laughs> definitely checks on you when you don't show up. Oh my god. Like she is just sitting in the middle of the room. The entire room is like massacred. Trying to touch nothing. <laughs> her toothbrush is like hanging from the lamp on the ceiling. Oh my gosh. Her, my, her comb is just straight broken like her against the wall. Her comb is just wall. shattered on the wall. 
She's just sitting there like, don't touch me, I'm cursed. (laughs) Victoria immediately sends a raven to everyone else and she can touch things. As as I'm sure, it's one of those things like you find her and she's just like tearing up. Victoria, I'm cursed. Run! Just like while babbling out like all these things that happened. All right, I need you to calm down and let me handle this. I can't calm down, I'm Yes, you can. Take a deep breath in. (gasps) Through your nose. (laughs) And a deep breath out through your mouth. And keep repeating that until you stop screaming. Also, uh, rules relevant, uh, I will actually point out, apparently to cast a spell from a scroll, you don't actually have to be able to cast a spell normally. It just has to appear on your list. And mm-hmm. it uses your spell attack roll and spell DC. Okay. The only thing is that usually casting a spell from a scroll that's, you know, higher than your level is going to be ruinously expensive. It's 70 gold for this scroll. Um, Wowzers. Oosh. Yeah. Do we have to... Wait, it costs that much to cast the, spe- the scroll? No, it, it's just a 70 it gold piece for the item. Scroll. Oh, oh the scroll yeah, okay, okay, okay. Well, we yeah. have to have yeah. our fighter able to touch things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We kind of need that. First off, I'm going to assume that you stand there like a doctor, like with the gloves, just holding the gloves up while like Victoria helps you like hop into your pants. (laughs) Yes. Going to fix it. Breathe through your nose in, out through your mouth. I will also point out that this is Lucia, the only noble in the party who's probably used to other people dressing her. Yeah, that's true. I liked my independence. Cesare gets there, takes one look in the room, and is like, uh, Adria looks at you and says, oh, God, you look like death. I don't have anything for that. The pesh. The pesh in the room with the ghosts. You didn't use any pesh. Okay, well, just sit down. Sit down. Wait, is that why I feel bad and not because I'm cursed? <laughs> no. I, I'm going to look at Lucia and see what her deal is. Well, I think she is also suffering from pesh withdrawals, but uh, this is the gloves. Nicolo actually like puts a hand to his forehead. Like I don't even, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I thought it was the curse. Okay, but there's something else. I just ignore Lucia. And I'm talking to Vittoria. But there's something underneath that. Like, she's like a weird color or something, right? <laughs> I think she might also have ghoul fever. Ah, yeah, the ghouls. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> she's suffering from multiple issues. Yesterday was a rough day for Lucia. It was a very bad day was for Lucia. Was that all four of the post-its? <laughs> that was all four of the post-its. I can okay. finally get rid okay. of this. No wonder you said all of them were for me. They're all for Lucia. <laughs> While Lucia is wailing, Cesare wets a washcloth and sits back in a chair and just puts it over his eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah, so like I can't deal with this. Uh, <laughs> like, curse first, right? Curse first. That feels curse right. First. My problems yes. have layers like an onion. Okay, we pull out the curse scroll. Am I casting this or is somebody uh, else? It has so. to be you because you're the only one who. No, actually, it's a divine and a cult. It is yeah. not primal. I don't think you can cast this. Neither can Cesare. No. I'll send a raven to Hedeman and see if he can come cast can the spell pop for by. us. Can you just pop by Lucia's real and fast? And I'll also include the silver piece toll because he's going to have to come across the bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can send a raven over there with a silver piece. Um, I imagine probably since, I think Vittoria probably showed up, sent a raven to Adria, who sent a raven to Cesare, oh, who right. sent a raven to Niccolo, yeah. who then um, <laughs> who all of you came left? here so that you're just like, it's just basically just a short mm. letter that just says Lucia's house now. <laughs> yeah. She's worse than usual. Oh, God. 
Is this chess? Yeah, I came joke? right away to that one. <laughs> they have to clarify because, like, you know, probably the first day or something like that, you know, Vittoria got a thing. And it's just like, Vittoria, there's only one spoon in this drawer. Where are all of my spoons? How do I eat without five spoons? <laughs> oh, Lucia has gone out to eat at regular places, y'all. You know, you had to. You're, every time you tried to pick up the pen to write, you flinged it. I no, that's you the thing. Up. I literally couldn't. Like, you just gotta imagine yeah. you can't pick up anything. So, like, she's using her feet. Her feet probably to try to grab stuff. To be fair. To it's be fair, I'm making all these shot. jokes. It is a fifty-fifty chance. And once you hold it, it's not per round. Once it's in your hand, you have it. Oh, that's you okay. never let go of the pin again. It's just like the first time that you picked up the pin, you might have hurled it across the room, and then yeah. God, God dang and it! And then the pin broke. And, and then, then you the use your it. finger in the inkwell and you just make a really weird note. As long as, as, soon as you don't as I pick touch up the, the paper ink. and fling it. Yeah, don't pick anything up. Just, <laughs> just, just don't move. Yeah, God. Cesare is still sprawled dramatically in this chair when his boyfriend shows up. That's fine. So eventually, Hedeman um, will make a house call. <laughs> Crosses Doctor, across the line. I'll, I'll help Again, Cesare before he is that, resplendent um, today in, uh, in this beautiful green in, doublet uh, like uh, trend with this with this jaunty cape as he steps in. He's like, oh. <laughs> Cesare sprawled over a chair. Victoria's probably like, just ignore him. He's fine. We need help here. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll work on him. I see that uh, we've had a busy morning here. It seems like there's a lot. I misidentified an object, I think, that might have been cussed and is now fused to her hands. These gloves won't come off, and I fling stuff whenever I pick it up. And she's very dramatic on a normal day. He makes his way over, looks over. Well, that's unfortunate. These are actually quite stylish. Mm -hmm. I know! They were so cute, but now they won't come off. Really? That's the part you're worried about, is how stylish these cursed gloves are? Well, they're going to be uncursed, right? You can remove it. Style is important. I mean, that's the first thing people see. Look at the stitch work on this. This is obviously something someone put a great deal of effort into. You know, that is a good point. Why would you go through all the effort to then curse it? Maybe they became cursed later. Or it's possible that the spellcaster was not of a a skill or ability to craft a magical item of this uh, power. Maybe Uh... an apprentice overstepping their bounds. Wait, is that how cursed items are made? Sometimes. They can either be made intentionally or sometimes it's just through incompetence. Hmm. Mm. This looks like it might have been the latter. Like all great evils. Like all great evils, incompetence is at the root of it. <laughs> I mean, I will say that in my business, you can tell that cutting corners literally cuts corners. Mm. Mm. That makes sense. Oh, Mine that's too. where that phrase comes from. Probably not. <laughs> anyway, sit down. You said that you had a scroll. Yeah, it's right here. I hand it out of my mom bag. He takes it, unfurls it. Still a little damp. <laughs> it was a very soggy day yesterday. Well, to be fair, Chesare did a good job of drying most stuff, but there was like a nook or cranny down there that had a puddle in it. A puddle? Did you say you could help me or not, Adria? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me do that while the curse is getting dealt with. I wander over to Chesare. As Vittoria's sitting there like dabbing Lucia's forehead, like probably talking to Hedman's like, I think she's diseased. Like, yeah, she's definitely diseased. <laughs> One thing I at a time. I a lot of problems. Someone was having a very bad day. Yes, it was a, a bad day. A very bad day. It was her yes. no good, very bad day. <laughs> God, we get, to get, we get to get into two sets of roles today. So many. So, so um, many things. He'll make his way over. He produces the remove curse. Um, with remove curse, your touch grants a reprieve to the cursed creature. Um, you can attempt a counteract to counteract one curse afflicting the target. If the curse comes from a cursed item or otherwise external source, a success indicates that the target creature can rid itself of the cursed item, but doesn't remove the curse from the item itself. Oh, really? Dang. Yep, unfortunately. That's unfortunate. Hey, we can we can keep them and maybe use them on an enemy. 
I mean, you have to somehow put them on the enemy. That's actually what the uh, the gray spiders would do, is they would place these on uh, spellcasters. Oh. oh, yeah. Because <laughs> when you try to retrieve an object from your uh, spell, spell component pouch, there's yeah. a 50, ch oh, 50, 50 chance you hurl it across the room. I'm just saying, <laughs> oh, we could man. maneuver it. Place it in somebody's drawers. They put the gloves on, not knowing. There's a whole uh, thing there. That's how we defeat Brazilla. They're very stylish. <laughs> he goes to pull his holy symbol and just flings it across the room. That, that would be funny. I'm not going to lie. That'd be amazing. Okay. I'm so upset. I'm not getting these gloves restoring. So counteracting check compares the power of two forces and determines which uh, defeats the other. Successfully counteracting an effect ends the effect unless otherwise noted. When attempting a counteract check, add the appropriate modifier to your check against the target's DC. Counteracting affliction, the DC is on the affliction stat block. If it's a spell, it's the caster's DC. Hedeman's spell modifier is a 13. Hmm. So it's pretty good. Just how powerful is this curse? We're about to find out. God, I can't believe all of this happened to Lucia. Uh, Chesare, <laughs> I, I just want to tell you that suggestion a is a fourth level arcane spell. If you kept the gloves, you could suggest someone put them on. <laughs> that is true. That does feel like something Chesare would do. So good news, bad news. The DC of this is a 23. So Hedeman ah! does need to get at least a 10. Okay. okay. It's a fairly Fitty. potent cursed item. I mean, mine's only a 12, so he's only one higher than me. So yeah, they're... And he rolls Woo! a 12 for 25. So hey, he does a quick, uh, quick chant, um, gestures down here. The scroll disintegrates um, as mm. he finishes the spell, as he reaches down, grabs onto the uh, the middle finger on both of Lucia's gloved hands, and then gently pulls them free without her having to touch. And that uh, don't touch anything, because it might reactivate the curse before pulling the gloves <laughs> free, and then uh, simply mm. taking them and handing them over to uh, Vittoria, who's sitting there next to him. Lucia... Hugs Hedeman, just full on, full body hug. Yep. Oh yes, yes. That's don't don't crush. This is velvet. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. As long as you don't put them on, you should be safe. I already have my own gloves and the leather. We should keep those gloves. We should give them to Cesare and use them as as a thing on people. What? You could tell people to do stuff with magic, right? I've seen wizards do, do that. When you'd be like, do this thing, you can make somebody put them on. I mean, theoretically. <laughs> Hey, you wizard, put these on, and then they have to, you, you know, magic. You magic them up. That That's is a, thing, right? a delightful plan. Cesare <laughs> takes the gloves. <laughs> I know. cannot, yeah, I cannot believe. Oh, I was so excited to have those two. Maybe <laughs> yeah. you can just buy some normal ones. Man, I'm definitely, yeah, I was going to say, I might buy normal ones now, but I was so excited to find those. Oh, normal ones does, are expensive, by the by. They are 180. Get, did you get your rapier out of those? Or no, 300 well, yeah, yeah. gold. Okay. Yeah, you could have retrieved your rapier beforehand. I imagine you would have. Oh, yeah. Um, does Ch does Adria get rid of Cesare's? That's the next hangover. set of rules we're gonna do. Here comes. Yep. Hold, hold up. Oh, satisfying one. Yes. Because if Adria gets rid of that, and even if she doesn't, um, Cesare's just gonna leave with Hedeman because we gotta go. I like that. I've still got a, two more to go. Oh, a yeah. Swimming date. I believe Adria's going to attempt to uh, counteract the disease affecting Cesare with a counteract check. Yes. Here we I go. Thought, oh no, you're right. No, that's a disease. I have three of these, so that's where I'm at today. Uh, I rolled a 16 for a 28. Not bad. Yay! Uh, Yay! Uh, it's like I have my own sound effect. You have fun on your date. I tap you on the shoulder. Oh, yes, because hanging around in a waterlogged dungeon is just the most romantic. Cesare will pat Adria in a thanks and depart with Hedeman. <laughs> yeah, Lucia still has two diseases, so um, I don't know if you have any more of those <laughs> to pass out. I have two more of them. I will have no third please. level spells outside of this please, for today. Please, <laughs> undisease me. Here we go. Some more disease removal. Uh-oh, that's not a good roll. Seven for a 19 on the Pesh Addiction. The 19 does succeed because it's okay, just, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, against yeah. the level base DC. It's in just withdrawal. against the 4-2 DC. 
Success. Oh, that's good. All right, all right. And then, <laughs> oh, now, last, I feel last so much one better. Here. Like somebody's ripping up a pink sticky note. <laughs> all right, we're Still almost there. <laughs> all right. Oh. oh no. That's only a four for a 16, which probably isn't going to do Ghoul Fever. So, do you have a hero point? <laughs> I used it already. Ah, that's right, yeah. you did. Yeah. So, with a four for 16, we'll stick this bad boy right back up here. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I will it's hand you the. It's more that you dramatized putting the yeah, sticky note sadly, back on. Sadly, I don't think there's anything I can do about that. I will hand you an anti plague, uh, and I can try again tomorrow. <laughs> Take this, and then I'll check on you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll feel a little better anyway. Drink this and call um, me in the morning? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Technically, you can treat disease. I have Victoria could hang out and do this. I have to go open that shop I have. <laughs> I mean, I probably would because Lucia is my friend. Oh, my God. You guys do know what was happening while we were waiting for Hedeman because cats are insane little athletic creatures. Raven was demanding ups from Lucia the whole time. I want right. uppies. <laughs> no, she wants to go flying. Do it for again. Some reason. Yeah, exactly. Do it again. Just make sure the window's closed. She flings and bounces off the wall with her cat like reflexes and runs back over and is like, again. So that was what Wait, was going you know on. I can just do this when I'm not cursed, right? Fling. It's funnier. But it's this more way. fun this way. It's unpredictable. It's control it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. But I suppose then, uh, yeah, I guess Victoria's going to stay behind with Lucia to try to uh, to tend her. The rest of the party's going to go about their, uh, their own business for a little bit to go. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Nicolo's like, you know, I'm on the side of the town. I imagine Nicolo's probably going to go and hit the war cage or something like that to go try to sell off some of this loot that you found. Yeah, might as well. And, uh, you know, I think we'll just go ahead and, and wrap things up there for today <laughs> since uh, we do have next episode, which is probably going to be the grand finale Ooh. for book two. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. The grand there finale. might still be one or two surprises left. Oh, God. Oh, no. Okay. Interesting. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, check back with us next time to see uh, what other trouble might still face the Silver Ravens before they can uh, get this pump up and going and uh, maybe, maybe finally level up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would like to level Soon. up, please. <laughs> I cast the spell myself. Yeah, but of course, we do want to take an opportunity, as always, to thank our amazing patrons for the continued patronage and support. This has been, I've actually, I'm not going to lie, I've really enjoyed this dungeon. The underwater combat added an extra wrinkle to everything. Like, I thought the yeah. dungeon was very fun Super and pretty fun. well laid out. Yeah. I don't know. I just very much enjoyed it. And uh, if you've enjoyed it also, well, then thank you for um, joining us for this adventure. And, uh, you know, maybe consider hopping over on our Patreon and, uh, and supporting the podcast. Some I got to make some custom maps for this dungeon, which is going to be uh, made available once I'm releasing my conversion notes for the entirety of, uh, of said adventure. Um, I've got some, uh, some fun things planned, and you should hopefully be seeing the... Uh, the new update, I think we talked about that, Jordan and I, recently, when we were doing a, just kind of a chat over on our Twitch where we were talking about things that I'm hoping to get the completed version of the uh, book one released and then uh, hopefully not have nearly as much of a delay on the book two conversion notes, as I will also be releasing uh, updated maps for them mm. uh, that I've been working Very on nice. for a number of these. So uh, Very a cool. lot of fun things coming out over on the Patreon. So if you haven't gone to the Patreon and check things out, please do. Um, we do some amazing things over there and we have some amazing supporters that have been backing us many of them for years and years as we're actually still going through our backlog of uh i think we're in february or march now of 2020 of uh shouting out our Good patrons gracious <laughs> there are hundreds of them so mm-hmm. it does take wild, a little bit of time wild 
Uh, it, it is always amazing. Uh, but we do want to take an opportunity to, of course, thank our patrons for their continued support. You are all phenomenal, wonderful human beings or elven beings or whatever else it is that you, in fact, are. Beings. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to go ahead and start by thinking what I can only assume is probably a Tengu. I would like to thank Rook. Oh, <laughs> oh love thank it. Thank you, Rook. Yeah. My favorite chess piece. It's the most straightforward of the chess pieces. Thank you, Rook. <laughs> thank you, Rook. Rooks are cool. Thank you. Um, and I'd like to thank Sebastian Rives, Reeves, Rives, One of There's these. No accent, so Rives? Yeah, Rives. Rives. So, thank you, Sebastian. Rives. Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah, thank you, name. Sebastian. It is. Yes, Sebastian, Sebastian is a, a great name. name. Mm. And I would like to thank Johanna Jukala. Oh, that's a well, cool name. Thank you, Johanna. Got that thank alliteration. You, Another double J name. Appreciate your double J name. Hey, me too. Me too, double <laughs> J. Also, you now double J name, yes. Yeah. And I would like to thank uh, Natalie Spins. Thank you, Natalie. Well, Thanks, thank, Natalie. You, Natalie. thank you, Natalie. Thank you, Natalie. Natalie. I've always liked Natalie also. Natalie's such a good, good name. name. And all the mm. variations of it, too. Mm. I knew a lot of good Natalies growing up. Yep. And one really bad one. <laughs> That's wow, right? Well, I just put that out there. You know who you are. She, she could, <laughs> Natalie Spins could be that person. You don't know. No, she's not. I can guarantee you. It's not. Uh, <laughs> the bad Natalie's not cool enough to listen to this podcast. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I would like to thank Peter Joseph Johnson. Thank All you, right. Peter. Thank you, Peter. A lot of strong names in there. Joseph Johnson, mm -hmm. double J. Yeah, mm -hmm. we've got a lot of PJJ. J's. Uh, and I would like to go ahead and thank James Pittman. So we appreciate your support, well, thank James. You, James. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. James Pittman. That name sounds really familiar. It does. I don't know why, mm. but it does. Well, thank yeah. you, James, for your uh, your adding to the James crew. We have a lot of support <laughs> from the Jameses out there. So thank you all for your continued patronage and support. You are all amazing, phenomenal, wonderful people, and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you to our greater Pathfinder community out there. The greater Pathfinder community. I don't know why I use that phrase, but I'm just going to stick with it. <laughs> all of you are amazing. You're wonderful people. So thank you also for your continued uh, both for those of you able to financially support us, I know not everyone can, and I can certainly understand that uh, disposable resources are uh, are difficult to come by, despite the name of disposable resources. As far as uh, everyone that is able to support us in any other way, we also appreciate it. Those that are able to go and, and shout us out on uh, the social medias or even talk to your friends about us and recommend. We have so many people that say, like, I'm in a gaming group and one of my fellow players suggested that I go and check your podcast out. Even some people that had recently, it was actually for, I think, Mummy's Mask, but someone was like, we just finished the Mummy's Mask campaign. And our game master's like, you should go and check out this playthrough if you want a different version of the Mummy's Mask campaign, which nice. you can only imagine would be kind of surreal. It would be weird, yeah. <laughs> True. It's like parallel universes. Yeah, basically. Mm. We're universe 52 if you want to see how things went on in you know, <laughs> universe 7. <laughs> we're part of the new 52 of DC confirmed? No, no, no. Which one is the core of the 52? Oh, good Lord. I don't remember. I don't mm. know. No idea. I'm just going to make a Final Fantasy reference and 14 reference and say that we're the source. So, uh, you I know. Uh, oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Regardless, I do want to take an opportunity to, of course, also thank our Find the Path tier patrons because of your amazing support. We are able to do so much with this podcast. And this includes English Bob, Andrew Miller, Braden Worrell, Colin Bill, Eric and Lisa Junker. Eric Mole, Gary S, Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C, John Koo, Joshua Saldana, Justin M, Lewis Ellis, Robert Beach, Sandy, Siren Roll, TJ Khan, and Travis. Thank you, each and every one of you, for your continued support. On a coin toss, I guess, whether or not it's English or A English Bob. Because technically mm. it's an A and then English and then Bob, but all one word together. And only the A and the B are capitalized. So it might be English mm. Bob. 
Well, English Bob, If you're English know. Bob or English Bob, let us know. Yeah, thank you all for your continued patronage and support. And check back with us next time as we get finally to the end of part three of Turn of the Torrent. And I'll just go ahead and tease this because we're right here at the end and oh, I can Lord. do what I want. Because <laughs> I answer to no one. <laughs> but we will hopefully be finishing up book two, Turn of the Torrent, and maybe begin getting into book three at the very least in the next three or four episodes. Mm. Dance of the Damned. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Ooh. I will say, I think I say this about like every adventure path at one point or another. This book, I think, might have been this next <laughs> book is the one that really sold me on this AP. Oh like, boy. there's always Ooh. one book that I'm like, I like this, I like this, I like this, this book. <laughs> and Fun for uh, for fans of the Find the Path podcast who have been uh, for listening for quite a while, and I hope that you all are. This book is written, however, by Richard Pett or Pete. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right. This right. might be yeah. a name that yeah. some of you recognize. Actually, I'm going to throw this out here. Responsible for writing my hands down favorite adventure path book. Rise of the Rune Lords, book two. Mm. Oh, God, so that, one's yeah, so that one's so really good. Also responsible for writing book three of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Mm-hmm. Also good also one. Also a phenomenal one. Also responsible for writing book two of uh, Council of Thieves, which is great. Also responsible for writing, I believe it was uh, book six of Kingmaker, which I never got a chance to play, but I did enjoy the uh, CRPG. So really mm. neat. Also responsible for book two of Carrying Crown, oh, which all of you Oh, that's such a good one. Such a good one. Also responsible for the first book of Skull and Shackles, which most of you have played. Mm. Yeah. A phenomenal yeah, yeah. book. That's true. Nice. Also responsible for the last book of Wrath of the Righteous, for those of you that like the Wrath of the Righteous adventure path from the CRPG. Also responsible for book three of Mummy's Mask, which was a great book. Uh, for those of you book. that remember the um, the whole Tefu arc from Mummy's Mask. Yeah, the whole Tefu mm-hmm. arc. There are no secrets in Tefu. So, yeah. And also, uh, and we only, sadly, we only managed to, uh, to scratch the surface of it with uh, um, Strange Aeons, but responsible for writing book four of Strange Aeons. And lastly, co-author with Crystal Frazier for book two of War for the Crown. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, if you've liked those books, and I will say that I do. I've liked all the books that I've played (laughs) of those, yeah. Get ready for this next one, because it is scrumptious. So tune in (laughs) next time to... uh, It's a very War for the Crown thing to say. mm, Decadent. Scrumptious. Delicious. <laughs> Exquisite. All right, Throw I'm out. More gold Y'all at have them. Fun. More gold. <laughs> <laughs> good, good luck, Pathfinders. So good until luck. next time, good luck, Pathfolk. Good luck Bye. out there. Bye, Take care, everyone. I can't All believe right, I had well. three things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love you it. still have one. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath. <laughs>